The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Well, thank you all for joining us here on Plant Profits. I am your host, Vern Davis and Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. Again, thank you for joining us. And I'm really excited uh, today. My next guest is a Marine veteran, a man of service who created a business that focuses on the health and wellness of the customer. He built his business with a heavy focus on providing education and quality CBD products. Uh, I wish you all um, give a warm welcome today. We're going to have a great discussion uh, here on Plant Profits with Stephen Brown. Stephen Brown, uh, like I said, is Marine veteran. He is the CEO and the co-founder of Nothing But Hemp. Stephen, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a good morning. Good morning to you, man. Great. Are you in uh, Minnesota today? I am. I am. There's snow on the ground. It's 30 degrees. <laughs> you feel normal. This is normal. Yeah, this is, it is normal for here, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's coming. I'm, I'm here, but it's coming down in Indianapolis. But um, right now we're going to have a, a really nice day. 60 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. It's going to be good. You're making me jealous. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a good June or July day for you. That's short weather. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, look, first of all, I want to thank you for your service to our country. And uh, we're all better off because of the decision that you made. And I, I really, really um, appreciate what you've done for all of us. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Respect. Absolutely. Pleasure absolutely. Uh, serving the Marine Corps. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, man. I, I know a lot of Marines. And uh, they're great guys to the person. And so it's very cool to meet you here today. Now, did you grow up in in in, in Minnesota? I mean, or did you, I, I did what happened there? Okay, I, tell I, me about I, that. I grew up in a little town um, in Massachusetts, right next to Springfield, Massachusetts, the armpit of Ma Massachusetts. Um, and I grew up in a, a, a town called Long Meadow. And um, I, yeah. I've been to Longmeadow a lot. I used to live in the Boston <laughs> metropolitan area. Yeah. But you call uh, Springfield the armpit, but I mean, Longmeadow, I mean, you're starting to get to where the, the, the Berkshire Mountains are starting to happen for you, yeah. and it's starting to be a pretty beautiful place, man. I know that place. Yep, it is. It is. It's really, really pretty. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I grew up there, and then uh, when I joined the Marine Corps, actually, Afterwards, I, I lived in the South, so I lived in North Carolina, of course, for a little bit, and then okay. Florida for uh, about seven years, and then I moved from Florida to Minnesota for work. Oh, okay. All right, great. So what were you doing? What were you doing when you moved to Minnesota? Yeah, so when I moved to Minnesota, I actually was in the wireless industry. So okay. I worked for T-Mobile for a long period of time. Okay. Uh, I was... Uh, um, a regional sales director. And then when I moved up here, I uh -huh. actually up here to start a business with a guy I met in Florida. Okay. Florida. Okay. Yeah. So we started a consulting company and, uh, um, well it failed over time, but we ended up picking up some pretty big accounts and we trained, 
uh, retailers on, okay. uh, on how to sell better to their customers. Got it. Okay. So that ex- explains a lot. Um, so uh, how, what, what drove your decision to go to the Marines? You know, so I was, I was a troubled kid, you know, okay. I, uh, well, I, tell me, tell me a little bit more when you say a trouble. I mean, we all had <laughs> moments where we didn't do the right thing. So what are you talking about a troubled kid? Oh gosh. You know, <laughs> I was, I was the kid who ran away from home. Um, okay. I, um, was involved with the wrong crowd. Okay. Uh, I, I was the cannabis dealer. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in high school, life kind of makes a circle, man. You yeah, know, <laughs> it, 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 it does. But now, now I do it the legal way. And, and that was a yeah, that was a totally different time. But you know, I just I was I was actually partying and hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Uh, and I was having some troubles at home. I was lucky enough to have a mentor uh, who was my wrestling coach, and he actually okay. ended up living with him for my. Uh, my junior year and he kind of cleaned me up. I okay. started, uh, acting completely different way. My grades went up and yeah. I cleaned myself up. And then, you know, my senior year, I'm like, what am I going to do? And so yeah. I took a few months off, you know, before I chose to go in the Marine Corps. And one day I was like, you know what? I, I, I want to do something for my life. Right. Marines. And that's, and that's what happened. So, um, and that's great. It was a good transformation for me. Uh, uh-huh. the discipline I need for actually for my business, mm-hmm. especially in CBD. You know, mm-hmm. things are always changing, and in the Marine Corps, things always change very quickly. And so it's you know using that same skill set of being able to uh, understand change and being okay with it and being able to adapt quickly. Um, yes. And so that's, you know, the best thing that I could say that I, that I took away from the Marine Corps. Yeah, I, I want to continue down that road because, um, I mean, the business you are now is a tough business, it right? Is. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 I think it's going to be amazing for you based on everything I've seen, but it's a tough business. And really want to dive into a little bit of, of how the Marine Corps prepared you for days like this. Yeah, so... You know, when I first opened up, we were the first, one of the first to market here in Minnesota. Okay. And um, the farm bill didn't really pass yet, right? Right. The 2018 farm bill didn't pass. So when we opened up, we're like, you know what? We're kind of, we're, we're taking a whim here. We could either be shut down really quickly or this is going to be successful. And so what I did is mm-hmm. uh, when, when we first opened up or we opened up this little kiosk, I started calling the news stations and said, you know, we have some stuff here that looks like marijuana. You should probably check it out. And so they <laughs> all flocked and came and uh, started having conversations with us. And we grew very quickly because of that. But then, yeah. you know, the, the uh, Minnesota law uh, changed rapidly and yeah. they um, basically went to an all um, total THC law, which, um, really kind of that's that's kind of weird that's that's a that's a let's like taking a left turn that was different you know um when that happened but but what in the marine corps what experiences in the marine corps actually got you to where when you get a left turn like that out of the blue that you're okay with going down that road because you you know you can deal with it if you get beat up, get up again. I mean, that's yeah. really the mentality is you get beat up, get up again, and just keep on pushing through. And that's that's what they always would teach you is just yeah. pushing through, even though it might hurt, might be painful, especially in boot camp. Yeah. You know, the crucible was, was, was hell, literally hell. 
Okay. And, and, it, and, and it really, you know, just taught you, you know, you might be tired. Mm -hmm. you, you might not be thinking straight at the time, but as long as you keep on pushing through, you're going to find out a good outcome and you're going to yeah. be at the end. So you kind of readjusted your limits, yeah. right? Or where you thought your limitations were. During that whole um, that whole experience and process, a absolutely. And you know, we went through some other hardships in our in our business too. You know, we um, I can't legally talk about it in, in depth, but we had some okay. really bad things that happened with a member, and so okay. the whole legal system. Yeah. And uh, um, during that time, you know, our business went through this through hardship, and then COVID happened. <laughs> well, I I'm telling you, COVID has changed. Um, it's kind of interesting. I, I've seen uh, folks sit back and and are still sitting back and and not really leaning into this. And then I've seen I've I think I've seen actually more folks that are running businesses make decisions uh, probably around June um, that hey this is going to be part of what our existence is for a while. It's a bad thing, but um, we're gonna we're gonna move through this and do the things that um, we we thought we needed to do before COVID hit, and you know the the American people is a very resilient group and yep. uh, things will work out. So I, I saw that attitude transpire um, uh, over a couple of months after people were in like a ninety day shock about what was going on in the world and what was going on around them and in their house and their homes and their, their communities. And I, I really, I really um, uh, see the advantages of leaning in if you're in business at the moment. Yeah. No, it's actually been a really good thing for us. Mm -hmm. uh, COVID uh, allowed us to really kind of think about our business, where we wanted to, to, to go and yeah. how we want to change. And it was really funny when we first started our business. I remember being at a kiosk. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, I, I think we're going to take a break. Okay. And and then get you there about some of the COVID issues, and and thing how things changed. And we're we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll continue our discussions with Stephen Brown. Stephen Brown is the proud CEO and co-founder of Nothing But Hemp. I am Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Thank you for joining us. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. Thank you. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits and Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. And um, I'm here today with a proud Marine who is, is being very successful and building a great business uh, 
in the cannabis space. Uh, uh, his name is Stephen Brown. He is the CEO. He's co-founder of this business called Nothing But Hemp. Uh, now, your business is a retail business, right? Well, it, it, it is. Okay. Yes. It, it's definitely a retail business, but a big portion of our business is actually same-day delivery. So uh, now, now, when did that, that happen? So, you know, I'm going to fast forward to yeah. my first first week working in my kiosk when we first okay. opened up, which doesn't exist anymore. We turned into a regular store. Okay. But I was holding a sign, and I remember I called my business partner and said, man, we need to do delivery. And so uh-huh. I, 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 um, I actually built on the back of our website a platform yeah. for delivery, never launched it, and then COVID hit. And uh-huh. I had about a... 10 hours left of dev work to do. And yeah. so I did the 10 hours of dev work and we launched it. And so uh, in March, we launched our same day delivery as, you know, COVID really started to- Timing was amazing. It was just perfect. Yeah. Just perfect. Man. So a massive text message blasts out to our, we have about 40,000 um, uh, customers in our database. Right. And we did a, a massive blast out and it's really taken off. And so our retail stores, I call them showrooms now because that's literally what they are. They're first time customers who want to actually physically see the product. But then after that, they want to, you know, make a purchase online or they yeah. call a call center. And then we offer that same day delivery right to their doorstep. Wow. That is something Now that has been the e-commerce part of, of business, uh, especially in the retail space. Uh, has really jumped uh, during this this COVID piece, and I, I I really believe, as you're saying, that it's going to be a larger moving forward part of the business strategy of these businesses uh, because they found out it can work and customers like it, right? Mm-hmm. Customers customers like it. Now you have beautiful stores. Your stores are absolutely beautiful, and so it's. Um, I mean, it, it's it's really cool. And you you do any virtual tours on your um, on your website of your of your stores, and uh, so people can can see before they buy, or or is it not quite like that yet? It's not like that yet. We uh-huh. we looked at some technology where we yeah. have a kind of like a Zoom call with yeah. that that come onto our website. Yes. Uh, the only problem was it was just really shoddy. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the future. Yeah. I think that's coming because I think what's happening is consumers like not going in a store sometimes yeah. and and they, they want to buy. But if you could actually attract them through some type of video of, and, and they could literally see the package clearly, right? And they could maybe control some of that navigation as they go through the store or whatever. But um, I don't know how that's going to work, but I think that's coming. It's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. No, it's, you know. it's, it's, it's been great. And during mm-hmm. the time, during COVID two, we ended up creating a, uh, eight different brands. We have 60 new SKUs. Awesome. And, and uh, on a mar- on a business margin standpoint, it's a lot better. And even for our customers, it's even better too. Uh, Cause we, you know, now pretty much handpick the genetics that we want inside our products. And that really made a huge difference for us. Man, that's great. That's great. We're going to get more into that because I really want to understand your model. Um, but I, I want to talk about this this National Defense Authorization Act deal. And you wrote a, and you write an article, um, or sponsored or co-wrote an article about uh, 
um, that and uh, trust vets uh, scenario. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I know trust vets very well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and there was an article about updating everyone on the NDAA and where it's at. Yep. I, I do remember that article. Yeah. Yeah. Our copywriter, I think, put that together. Yeah. Um, so that that really was the basis of our copywriter. Yeah. Um, that put that together. So actually, personally, for me, I don't know too much basis on that. Oh, okay. Um, yep. So, okay. Uh, no, that, that's, that was that was very interesting content. Um you know, in, in regards to um, what what's really happening in, in uh, uh, Minnesota, and um, and then there's this this whole area, this gray area in the Minnesota that everybody keeps talking about. What does that mean? Yeah, so gray area. So it's really tough for us as like a retailer, for mm -hmm. example. So when it comes down to the total THC, there's no definitive language when it comes down to um, flour, for, ex for, right. for example. So if you're a, um, a grower, you can only grow, you could, it has to be total 0.3% THC, but there's no definite law for a retailer. So is it Delta mm -hmm. nine or is it total THC? We really mm -hmm. don't know. So we take the safe, the safe route and we carry more CBG flour products because right. we want to make sure that we don't get nipped. We're the largest in the state and we really don't want to get hit. And then there's that Delta eight deal that's going on. And so that's really confusing for us where, um, you know, mm. Delta eight and isomer mm -hmm. um, and it slightly gets you high, but not the same high that you have when you have regular Delta nine products, regular THC products. And so we contacted the state and um, they said, you know, as long as it's derived from hemp, you should be good to go. But then you have the DEA that that, that made an announcement saying, you know what, um, what you what any anybody who's selling Delta Eight, it's completely yeah. illegal. And so um, it's very confusing for us because we really don't know what's legal, what's not, what it's. That's the gray area. It's just like yeah. fine line. You know, do well, you take well, the risk or not? <laughs> that's interesting because it, it, it appears that you guys really uh, kind of push through and um, and 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 got these the CBD going re retail um, with a lot of uncertainty about is this possible or not or do we have the green light? Uh, you know, you know, the more I understand about it, it took some brave action to just go forward. Yeah, it, 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 it really did, uh, especially when it came down to CBD at, at, at first. Yeah. Um, where I was really the most nervous was actually carrying our first flower product. That's, okay. that's what I got really scared. So we didn't carry flower till the second month of our business. Okay. So, you know, actually having whole flower, you know, out in the open because it looked just like marijuana. And right we thought we were going to be scrutinized and we did have undercover cops that would come into our stores, mm -hmm. ask questions. They're really, they're really obvious. <laughs> they, they look different. They don't look like they smoke weed. Their eyes are completely white. It's like, you know, clean shaven. Come on. You're, you're a cop. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's interesting. Now, now, you is there a lot of competition in in Minnesota? Because you're you're expanding, so yeah. you're 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 doing some th different things that I want to get into. But um, is there a lot of competition? Is the consuming 
the legal environment. Uh, people people feel very safe going into stores and yeah, and feel safe. Uh, we okay. have 142 competitors. So just wow. just I know a lot wow. it popped up overnight. So yeah, last year around this time is when a lot of these guys came online, but a lot of them are failing. I mean, they, okay. they, this is our first go at a business, which okay. Out of this one, yeah, this is yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You can't run Facebook ads. You can't right. run Google ads. Everything right. has to be organic. Uh, when it comes down to search engine optimization. Um, so you have to run the web to get customers to you. Right. Uh, and you have to have a really clear marketing plan. Um, and, and you, you have to actually understand retail too. So a lot of these guys that got into it for the money portion versus looking at it for, you know, really helping people. That's what I've noticed in this, this industry. Wow. A lot of people are like, you know, I can make a bunch of money. So I want to get yeah. in the industry and they're not really thinking about the customer at the end of the day. Well, I, I found people not even thinking about when they say those words, what that really means. I want to get into this business. I mean, it is, it, it is a bear. It's tough. And, um, uh, it, it, and, and then you have this other market that is still there. That is a huge competitor that, uh, if you're going to be realistic about your business, that market still is setting the tone of what you do, uh, and, and your business. So, that 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 illicit market is is a very tough competitor, and there's a lot that needs to be done about that. But look, we're going to talk about nothing but hemp with Stephen Brown, CEO and co-founder of Nothing But Hemp. Uh, in a moment, when we get back, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. We'll be right back with Stephen Brown. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I'm here today with Stephen Brown. Stephen Brown is a, uh, a proud Marine veteran who is the CEO and co-founder of Nothing But Hemp. Stephen, I, I really, you know, how did you meet your partner and how, how did you guys decide to just go do it? So my partner, her name is Eva Droz, and Eva, okay. I hired when she was 18 years old in Florida mm -hmm. at GNC. 
Okay. Um, we ended That's up, when you were working at GNC, right? Yep, yeah. when I was working at GNC. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she moved up the ranks. She actually stayed with GNC for about 16 years. Together, we ended up um, having the most uh, uh, profitable and highest revenue making uh, location for franchise of GNC back in um, the early 2000s. Oh, that's so, right. What um, was key to that? I mean, what 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 about that experience got you to, I'm sure you did some, you've doing some some of those things in your own retail outlets. What, what, what are some of the things? Now, I don't want you to give away trade secrets if it's gonna make your competitors better, but you know, I always say, I could tell you what I do, but you still gotta do it, right? You know what comes down to execution at the end of the day. I could tell people yeah. all day what we do. Yeah, doesn't mean that they can execute it. Right. Um, so, you know, one of the big things that we we it all comes down to education. So, our first week of working for that GNC, um, this this gentleman from Carrot Country, that was the name of our GNC franchise. He was an older gentleman in his seventies, and he handed us this giant book, and he says, "You need to read this whole thing so you understand all the different herbs and how it works in the body." So right. that that was number one was education. So yeah. that, that's our number one too is we actually okay. everybody through a certification course on CBD and the endocannabinoid system. Now right. I can't that name who we work with, but no. that but we do go through a certification uh, program. The right. second part was how do you uh, read customers and have a conversation with them, and open them up. Um, so you can actually figure out the best solution for them. Right. Then the other piece is, is that, you know, a customer should, should walk out with a solution, not just one product. And so that's a big piece. So when someone walks in, we really ask them really detailed questions on, okay. you know, why are they in today? You know, why yeah. do you want to take CBD? Is it for anxiety? What's your level of anxiety? Right. How does, how does, how does that affect your life? And then from there, after we ask these questions, we're better able to determine what other people take and, and then how they could actually take that same product. So, so, so if I come into your store now, I'll get that type of treatment. Absolutely. And if okay. you call, call us over the phone, the same uh-huh. exact type of treatment. Now, when you're buying online, it's your, yeah. your, 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 you're really just kind of researching you know, mm-hmm. the content that we have online mm-hmm. uh, to kind of give you a better determination. But so does your chat, do you, I mean, you do, you have a chat going online to, to help me make decisions about my purchase? We, we do, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you, you know, as, as the CEO of the company, we have to get better at that. That's okay. what we lack. And, okay. and um, you know, we have to build in better systems there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one part that we have not done very well. Uh, but yeah. when it comes down to our call center, um, that is really our bread and butter. Actually, a lot of our customers are older. I would say, you know, above the age of 45 years old. And they okay. want to all have a conversation. They'll still buy online, but we walk them through that purchase. Okay. We walk them through, you know, the, the question. And, and if I call you, I get a, cert, a certified uh, consultant? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. That's great. Now, do, how does that compare to your competitors? So our competitors are usually single off locations that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they do, they do their best. You know, they, right. they, they buy, they buy your, your typical product that's out there. Like your, you're, you're trying to be nice, Steven. Come yeah. on. Like your, <laughs> select or your Charlotte's web. They Come on, something. man. Hammer them right now. I'm giving you an opportunity to hammer them. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I want to, I want to be nice. So I'm not nice in competition, but, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they just don't really understand the plant. 
That's where it comes yeah. down to is they, they really need to be a little bit more educated about it. They need to understand the terpenes, how that's involved, right. uh, different cannabinoid profiles and how that mm-hmm. works, the difference between a full spectrum and isolate, who needs mm-hmm. that and the reason why, what dosage, all those things. Right. So Good. that's that's really the, the, the difference. Okay, that's 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 um, that's really cool. So, what's your strategy? What's your growth strategy? Our growth strategy, you know, our plan is to, to open up uh, more distribution centers okay. uh, uh, throughout um, uh, different cities and do okay. the same day delivery. So, we're really, really good at buying media, so buying radio advertisement, and okay. uh, buying it at pennies on the dollar, going okay. into a market, um, having a good message, um, and then driving it to the call center. And that's, that's okay. really how, how we work. Um, our other strength is online. Um, our Alexa ranking, our uh, mm-hmm. authority uh, online is very high. I think our authority scores around a 62. If we look at Amazon, they're around 100, but most CBD stores are around a five or a six. Wow, that's great, yeah. So, um, so our, there. our, our yeah. big focus is really just, um, uh, you know, working on our, our search engine optimization, we have um, three members that are 40 hours per week that actually work on that. And then we have a sub agency that helps out with some strategy. Okay. Um, so really growing online um, and then growing our same day delivery and, um, and and working with people through our call center and of course getting better at our, uh, our at our chat. So. Yeah, that I think that's important, and that's great, man. It sounds like you got this great operation. What lo, where are you located? Where, where where do you have a footprint? Yep. So our headquarters is is in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Um, and so we have um, uh, multiple stores here. We have some licensee stores, which okay. um, so just like a franchise, we're like yeah. CrossFit. So we train them in. They buy our products from us, but that we do give them some flexibility where they can actually carry other companies outside of what we carry. But okay. we, we actually have to vet them first to make sure that they have, you know, all of their lab reports, they're compliant, comes from a licensed lab, all that good stuff. Right. Uh, and so we have uh, six stores here in uh, Minnesota, uh, okay. and then we have four stores in Florida. Okay. And, and uh, most of the stores, actually all the stores that we have in Florida are run by minorities and that's really where I want to go. Um, I'm awesome. I'm, uh, I'm biracial. My, mm-hmm. uh, my dad's black. My mom's from Chile. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and, and I really want to give an opportunity to, uh, to, 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 to black, black men, black women uh-huh. uh, and, and really give them a, te- a stepping stone because we've been hurt the most when it comes down to cannabis laws. Absolutely. So, no, you, you're absolutely right. Uh, get, I want to wrap it up, but give give me the locations where, what towns and cities are in Florida? Um, so all Orlando and then Tampa. Okay, okay, all yeah. right, good man. That's that is great. Hey, look, we've spent our time today with uh, a wonderful uh, Marine vet, Stephen Brown. A wonderful story. He's the CEO and and co-founder uh, of Nothing But Hemp. It's got a really interesting. Uh, business model. And uh, Stephen, thank you for being a part of Plant Profits. And you're now a permanent member of Plant Profits. So uh, you're welcome back anytime you want to talk about uh, your business and uh, nothing but hemp. And he is he's growing and um, he's going to be very successful. So thank you all for joining us here. Um, Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. You can download episodes of Plant Profits 
by going to CannabisRadio.com, uh, which is an awesome place to go and subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcast fix, man. I mean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get it, Amazon Music, as well as other major podcast outlets. Uh, you can find us. We are there. Now, you can follow Protus Global through our social networks, including LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of them. We are there. Finally, learn more about how we at Protus Global are building companies, how we're changing lives. That's ProtusGlobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.